Hey, it's Chris. This is Podcast Wars by Internet Ads. How's it going, Caitlin? Yeah, good. I'm pretty excited this week. Today's all about content. It's all about the podcast content. So it's been a bit of a long time coming. It's what everyone's been asking for and here we are. I think before we dive into it, we go straight into the news and you have a big one from Instagram. Yes. Yes, I do. So Instagram, if you guys haven't been living under a rock, has launched Reels um, in over 50 countries this week. So if you guys don't know what Reels is, it's pretty much a direct copy from TikTok. And if you don't know what TikTok is... I can't help you at this point. Um, It's a very popular app where you can pretty much produce and create videos with different AR effects, um, different audio effects, and people have basically made their careers in it. Um, Maybe like a special thing that we can do for our listeners is make a Reels video of Chris and pop it up on the uh, internet ads Instagram. I think that'll be a bit of fun. But what is interesting about the launch of Reels this week is it's right in the midst of the TikTok saga where India has banned TikTok and US is threatening to ban TikTok. So I feel like Instagram has actually launched something really special in the perfect landscape. However, will you even use it? Will people use it? Will people adapt? It seems like looking at the app itself, they're just hammering Reels content on the Explore page, just trying to get people like flowing straight into it. I feel like it will be pretty, pretty popular. (laughs) I feel like it would be popular for 30 plus, to be honest. That's the demographic. Are you saying that because I thought it was going to be popular? Because I'm 31? Okay, fine. I I think it's going to be great. Okay. Sorry. I don't think it's going to be great. I just think it'll be popular. Yeah. It's me. I was like, I've just gotten, I think I mentioned this last week, but I'm on to TikTok now. And don't smirk. (laughs) I just roll my eyes. Okay, fine. But um, yeah, it, it just seems like it'd be quite hard to emulate because. Well, Instagram's got to figure out their algorithm to try and push all the videos to to someone in the midst of their um, existing content that's on Instagram. So it feels like Instagram's almost getting a bit cluttered. We've got the stories feature that came from Snapchat. Which was very successful. Yeah, massive. And then you've got the existing Instagram world. And now you've got Reels, which is like a, a TikTok inside Instagram. I just don't think anyone's going to use it. We'll have to wait and see. I think next on the um, um, on the newsreel that we have here <laughs> is that um, New York Times have just released their Q2 earnings. It's a bit of earnings season at the moment. And they've just released a lot of, um, well, sorry, a little snippet around the daily. Um, so the daily is New York Times' top news podcast they have. Um, it's actually top in the US on the podcast charts for news. And number eight here in Australia um, for the similar similar genre. Um, what they've said in the earnings, which is quite surprising, is that um, the daily has 3.5 million downloads per episode. So as the name suggests, the daily 
is a um a daily podcast about news and you could just imagine just the amount of money that that would be able to generate if it was um which they do put ads in it but um it'd be quite quite substantial so meredith uh livian i think i've pronounced it right is um the executive vice president and chief operating officer over at new york times and she's um she attributes the daily's um power to lock in people as probably the biggest thing that it um, has going for it right now so just to quote her it plays a real role in bringing people into their subscription funnel as it essentially is a driver into um essentially drives and dives into one news story every day so often people really wanted more on that particular story or content and then they will then go to the uh the app or new york times's um website and then um subscribe to find out more and read more there loved news story so just so I get this straight, the daily news isn't like top 10 story vibes. It's a deep dive into one particular trending story. Yeah, generally. Okay. That's pretty cool. The format might change, but that's generally it. So it's just interesting to look at that and thinking, okay, for one, huge, 3.5 million downloads a day. But then second to that is how pivotal the that that podcast is to the New York Times' wider um I guess, user acquisition strategy. Yeah. So New York Times is um, probably one of the leaders. I think we mentioned this in a prior episode. They're one of the leaders in subscription um, news like formats, I suppose. Yeah, I think it's like a dollar a week to is subscribe it? online. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting to see how, how popular um, firstly the daily is and then also yeah, how it's driven that. And so, so what she says here is that... Um, you know, there's been a lot of persistent promotion of the New York, um, you know, the NY Times as a subscription model um, within that podcast. And she says that has been a huge driver for their success in launching that 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 model. So um, they took a bit of a risk um, initially by um, pivoting away from pure ad revenue. Um, and it seems to have paid off. It's just interesting. The so next one's the cab of the rank is that we've got some news from eMarketer. Yes, Chris has been talking about this all week, so buckle up. Yeah, <laughs> just loving it, <laughs> loving it. So eMarketer is a bit of a what, industry body again that just does, uh, not just does, does some very important research for, I guess, digital trends overall in terms of media consumption and, um, and ad spending and revenues overall. So they're a bit of a, um, you know, a, a knowledge source of, I guess, the size of a market, so to speak. Um, so they've done a bit of research into the podcasting world and they've, they've, they're a bit famous for their predictions in terms of um, you know, looking at past trends but then also forecasting growth over the next couple of years. Um, so they've, they've, they've come out with their, new, their latest report on the adca- um, adcast, podcast market, I should say. And so by the end of 2020, podcast ad spending in the US will reach $780 million US, I should say. Um, which is 10% up from last year. Um, what's interesting about that is that that represents nearly a quarter of the digital radio ad market. So we can see that podcasting is starting to chew into um, you know, digital audio or digital radio, I should say, um, uh, revenues, which is, which is a bit dire for any kind of legacy digital um, radio or just commercial radio station at this stage. Um, and so they're predicting that by 2021, that spending will jump 45% to 1.1 billion, 
That is a huge prediction and I know that they've got a lot of data to back that sort of sweeping statement, but it just shows how fast podcast content is growing. Yeah. Especially like ne- next 2021 isn't that far away, like six months away. Where's our share of that? <laughs> it's coming. Some. I want some. Long-term. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It, Long-term um, goal. I guess that like for the industry, it does come as no surprise as there's been a lot of investments made into podcasting recently. Um, what's interesting is to see how much, you know, as people realize how much money there could be in podcasting overall into the overall market, then how that might change content production um, and also the, the the kind of technology that comes into it as well. Um, so what's fascinating about kind of specifically like our expertise in the industry around programmatic is that in programmatic advertising, which is, you know, the automation of the, of the digital ads and the ecosystem um, around that is that currently that's, it's going to be 4% of podcast revenue next year. No, this year, 4%. 4%, yeah. And then it grows to 6% next year. It was growing still, but at a faster rate. Everyone <laughs> loves that. And then the marketer expects, here's the market drop moment, triple digit growth. That's three digits. <laughs> okay, but to what percentage? Um, in 2021. Um, I don't know. Okay. I was like, waiting for the drop. They're like, they didn't have an. All we know is this: that it's going to grow by triple figures, but we can't tell you how much. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let's look at this. I love that mystery. So what's that? What's six percent of one point one billion? I mean, that would be. It'd be like six (laughs) hundred. Sorry, delete that part. (laughs) Sixty, sixty million, sixty million. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, I was going to say 600,000. Is it? So wouldn't it be 0. 0.6 for 600K? Would that not be it? No, it's billion. Okay, whatever. Whatever. Now you guys have unearthed that we are never going to be mathematicians. I never said on this podcast that I was a mathematician. I know, but I feel like as soon as you say the word programmatic, people automatically think you are smarter than you are. No way. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, our next story is a local story. Um, the ABC, um, for anyone listening around the world, it's the public uh, broadcaster in Australia, run by the government. Um, they've, they've just released the first, not the first, but their first children's podcast um, series, which is exciting. But it's called McElroy. Um, sorry, it's called McElroy Uncovered. Um, and what's interesting is that, you know, they actually during the production of this, um, it was about to get, um, the tower was about to get thrown in because of COVID. And not because just COVID happened, but because someone in the production um, got COVID. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> unlucky. <not fun. laughs> yeah, unlucky. Um, yeah, but they, uh, they were able to... Um, I don't know how they did it, but they somehow got um, a kind of adequate recording of the um, the the voice actress's, I guess, part yeah. from inside her home instead of having her come into the studio with the rest of the cast um, using, I think it was just on the phone or something. It's so interesting because ABC would be launching this 
podcast, right? But there is already children's books available on audio. So does this sit under regular audio consumption or does this actually sit under the podcast realm or is everyone just shifting random bits of audio mediums into podcasting and then that's making the overall one point blah blah billion dollar figure like I feel like we're calling all audio podcasting at the moment uh, do you do you <laughs> why are you smiling like that well it's not a children's book because it's a it's isn't like it a children's a, book no it's like a, it's a I feel like I'm gonna say it's a podcast but there's no you can't buy a book okay yes but like it's still well, it's very similar. Well, maybe I guess what is the definition of a audio book would just be a single. Would be like a live reading of a book, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. And then, so like, what's the podcast then? Well, it's obviously got a script. Their version of it would have a script. Ours, we don't have a script. So then, this is interesting because this is going into a murky world. Of uh-huh. like just digital audio, yeah, like and like how what's what at that at that point of time? Because the definition of a podcast might be that you've downloaded it through the podcast app. Yes, let's just say, and maybe the word podcasting or podcast has just been thrown into so many di- on so many different yeah audio type stuff. Well, maybe podcasting is the commercialization of audio. No way. Well, each you, if you look at the purpose of a podcast, like it is to make revenue. So anything that you're talking about in a podcast, like you either have a partnership or you have your programmatic revenue or you have, you know, your audience growth, blah, blah, blah. Like there's a way to kind of monetize it. Whereas audio books, it's kind of just, it's sitting there and now they're kind of molding it in together. What but if- I just find this interesting that it's like a children's book-ish and then they're funneling it into the podcast revenue bucket. What if I said to you is that it could be the opposite, is that a book is there to make money and a podcast is there as like a non-moneymaker passion project type side thing? Yeah, I'm sure Hamish and Andy is... They're just doing their podcast no, as a passion like, project. Yeah, there's so many podcasts out there that make nothing, and then all of a sudden these publishers have come in and started producing their own kind of high quality whatever. Well, I guess this is a really good segue into what we're about to talk about. What today's episode's really about, which is the content, and you know, what is a podcast? What makes the content good? And in this no case, <laughs> as everyone can hear, <laughs> radio silence. <laughs> in this case, hmm. um, so we've decided to divvy it up into kind of radio versus podcasting because I guess that's the most natural development. But now that we've spoken about audio books, perhaps we can throw that in there as a type of content and monetization for these broadcasters. So on that, radio versus podcasting, Chris, what do you think the difference is? Um, all right. So I got to think about 
All right, because I'm trying to think about where radio is going and like digital radio. Yeah. And just trying to get that thought in my mind. I suppose if... I feel if like you, radio is never going to die. Like they're always going to find a way to call themselves back in no matter what's happening. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> as long as people have ears, there's going to be a radio. Mm-hmm. It um it'll definitely die at some point. I don't uh I reckon they will adapt. They're, you think? Because there'll be kids out there who'll be like, "What's a radio?" That's 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 gonna <laughs> that's like, gonna happen if not already. It's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, is this podcast? Um, so radio in my mind, if you think about what you do with it, and I'm flicking, in, I'm in the car, I sat in, I put the keys in the ignition, I choose my station while I'm still stationary because you shouldn't fiddle with the the radio <laughs> as you're driving. Yep. I do it all the time. Just so you guys all just, know, Chris has a dash cam. A dashboard <laughs> cam. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Anyways, so he's he's prepared. I'll show you the dash cam and confidence. <laughs> um, no, the so radio is definitely a lean back experience in the sense that you just put it on and it's background. Yeah. It's background music. It's background talk. It's something to do while you're doing something else or whatever, right? You're not choosing what you listen to, so to speak. You choose the station that is most likely going to... Sh- so, it's easy. You to, <laughs> I can't think of a better term. <laughs> it's an easy, like, background noise. You don't have to think about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I'll call the songs on. Great. Yeah. Oh, there's ads. Flick it off. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I haven't heard this song in ages. Yeah. Like, thank God this... Thank God for... What a coincidence has I come on this morning, like... Yeah. <laughs> Spark FM coming at ya. <laughs> no, but um, but there, whereas podcasting in contrast to that is a hundred percent opt in. Like you've got to choose what you want to listen to, so it's always opt in. So it's always on demand. Mm-hmm. Um, hundred percent opt in, a hundred percent of the time. That's a really good way to differentiate the two. I feel yeah because podcasting is a hundred percent opt in. It's either your friends told you to listen to it, you've searched it yourself, you want to know more about a genre, you want the daily news catch-up, whatever, you've got your top favourites, you know, it is that environment where you're 100% listening to this podcast. Yeah. Which is awesome. So in that case, when it comes to content within these podcasts, we've talked about the um, cluttered environment before. There's so many categories. There's so much to choose from. What works and what doesn't? This feels like an interview. This is cool. Okay. Well, somebody had to take control. All right. <laughs> uh, so I'm just trying to get my head around like why say locally here, you know, the commercial radio stations haven't really hit the mark on the podcast charts. If you go on Spotify at the moment, you can see all the podcast charts and we're in there. Fantastic. <laughs> of course we are. Fantastic. We're going up the ranks. But um, what, like when you, when you really sit down and think about where, like, like on the top, the top charts, why say the ABC has so much in there is that say public radio in general, and this has been a, a natural thing around the world, is that um, have always kind of invested so much in kind of audio quality in terms of more you know journalism and more kind of um, in-depth analysis whereas commercial radio has not done that at all it's always been about the music 
firstly. And then secondly, it would be like, okay, we need to tick a box and have news in there. Yeah. Um, they're, they're kind of just rattling off the, the headlines rather than giving any sort of meaningful analysis, which is not some people don't go to those stations to to get that anyway. And then there'd be like a traffic report or something like that, right? So if you tr- if you strip away all the bells and whistles of the music and traffic reports and all that, then you're kind of left with a bit of a comedy show. Really. Well, I wouldn't say it was a bit slapstick. Like it's not very – it's it's a bit – like once you remove all those great things about a radio station, music, the traffic report, That's whatever, there's nothing, there's nothing really left. And oh. they, Well, there isn't. Well, what's left? Like the personality. A, a comedy show. I guess you go there for like, well, it's not really, some of them are funny. Like Hamish and Andy were great, but there's others that are not. Like I don't find Dave Huey very funny. Um, but anyways, what I was saying is. Who's that, Dave Huey? Exactly. Like he's like a Perth host. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Anyways, so basically now these radio stations have taken what's left of this content and they've put it into a podcast forum and it doesn't seem to be really racking up numbers. Yeah. Because they're repurposing content that's not meant for an opt-in environment. Yeah. They'll always find a way. But I think that, I guess my point was that there's a lot of production that goes behind, um, such as if you listen to Serial, which is that example we had the other day. There's so much production going into that and a whole team of people working on that um, who are all obviously experts. So it's quite hard for a, a company like, I don't know, like a Nova to pick up, um, you know, that kind of podcast type stuff. So I suppose we've now made that difference then between radio, I think, in, I think in general, and then um, podcasting a little bit. What we need to do is look at the current trends at the moment of, of content in terms of the different genres and then I suppose where it's heading and if I start us off I think that the genres at the moment like podcasting came a lot more from like more comedy kind of backgrounds if you think about Joe Rogan or um or say Bill Simmons like they yeah. were really popular and they still are obviously but there's been a lot more kind of oh and true crime was actually the, the really big one yeah as well that seemed to get there and um now you're having a lot more kind of, um, I guess, what more hard-hitting journalism, getting into in-depth topics and things like that. What do you think? Yeah, I think from a content perspective, you know, ABC producing industry-leading investigative that was good. stories. Yeah, that was good. Makes you, you know, really understand what's going on juxtaposed with you know your top 10 daily hits of news that you're probably getting online as well so i think where abc is doing it well is they're actually and they've always done this well even with their um long form stories and stuff online and i think that's where listeners are going to stay sticky i think that if you go back to that example of the new york times and their daily podcast the daily, then that stickiness of the audience is key, particularly I think the future of podcasting content will be how can the stickiness of this medium and the trust that's created um, start working with 
other parts of their business to help either you know move subscribers down a subscription funnel yeah or get people to engage with other parts of their business and it's kind of like you know if i was to rattle off the top 10 headlines would you trust me probably not would you trust a radio host no would you trust well perhaps would you trust somebody that's been working in the abc news as a journalist for the past 20 years mm. And I guess like the true crime genre when the Australian produced um, The Teacher's Pet, Mm. you know, they already had that trust. They already had that audience. So they took a lot of people on that journey and that podcast was super, super successful even via monetization when it was about a really horrific crime. So, you know, they've obviously done their homework there Um, and it just makes sense to why the radio – content isn't isn't um transitioning across into the podcast world as easily as they thought it could yeah and there's um i think we have to take take into account um some of the like how people are listening yeah of of podcasting like are they it's one of those mediums that you know is it's the only medium should say that you can do while doing something else and that's a pretty poor way to describe it but you could be in the gym driving a car you know you don't need that visual aid like you can the audio experience is quite unique yeah there's so much chat and obviously we've gone a quite through a lot through a lot of it there's a lot of chat around you know the attention span of people and also you know all these different companies vying for people's attention attention be it netflix or you know a broadcaster you know uh say ea sports on ps4 you know like that kind of stuff you know yeah. it's it's there's only so much time or that you can dedicate to something um in a day and so everyone's trying to buy for that but then audio is in this almost in their uh, their own other world where if you're doing something else such as going to run some errands then you can be listening to a podcast and i think that the really great producers out there know that the audience is probably going to be doing something else at the same time um but yeah, we've always said that the device and the wearables and all of that stuff make it so much easier for audio to heavily, succeed in this heavily environment. Heavily influencing, hey. Like if it's on the bod, if it's on your body, like if you're wearing it on a watch. <laughs> if it's on your bod. <laughs> like this, that is so easy. I guess it'd be interesting to see how that, um, that kind of uniqueness will influence the content production. It could be like an awesome gym podcast so that, you put it on, you're like, oh, I need more motivation in my gym, Sash. It just put Tony Robbins on. That's oh, it's all good. Okay. <laughs> but there's already that genre set. Yeah, just the genre's <laughs> done. Um, I guess who's listening, I think, is that you think about there's got to be a podcast out there for everyone. And I'm mm. sure there's some underserviced um, demographics out there. Um, what was interesting in my research is that there was um, there's a podcast called The Night Vale or Welcome to Night Vale. It's yeah. like one of the like really popular ones that are out there. Um, it, I think it's, I think I listened to it once and it was like a fictional kind of story about a town called Nightvale. Yeah. And it's a bit of like a comedy kind of weird, whatever one. Um, but it's actually really popular with um, teenage girls. Okay. And interesting that you also liked it. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is creepy. <laughs> so no. what was, so, what, okay. Yes. The study. <laughs> <laughs> the study. <laughs> 
was saying, like, Night Vale, can I just put out there, Night Vale is very popular with everyone. Yes, but, but it's extremely popular with the teenage girls, the no, young I think teenage girls. As in, as in of, of the percentage of people that listen to Night Vale, it wasn't that the most popular demographic was teenage girls. It was when you look at teenage girls' listening <laughs> habits of podcasts, Night Vale was number one. Okay. So there you go. Justified. Go on. Anyway, back to my point is that it seems to be an underserviced um, like demographic. So I'm sure there could be more drama or serialized type content out there that could be developed for that demographic. To use a better example is oh, that- Oh, I loved that one. Keep going. To use a better example, <laughs> you could have a bunch of kids in a car and you want to like, you know, shut them up Okay. with audio. Yes. You, know? um, you can't just give your phone to three kids. Um, so I imagine there could be a, a podcast out there that would, you know, be almost like a kid's book. That's yeah. Podcast, you know, so maybe it's got more no, I think script that, in there or whatever. Yeah, I don't know your I definition think, of what's audio and book. Oh, whatever. no, I didn't say that is the definition. I'm just trying to say what I'm <laughs> – don't look at me like that. I'm just saying that, like, what is it? Because it's all rolling up into one. And I feel like back to my earlier point that the billion dollars is inflated. But I think from a children's book perspective, if they're making podcasts for children, mm. that is like such a great idea. I think instead of chucking them your phone or putting them in front of the TV, if they're listening to a podcast, it's just such a better way for them to learn differently. And I don't think that kids have had that medium before really well like the, you've always had like the point is like a cd of like a cd book actually you know what you can go back if you're using the the audio um audiobook example like mm. harry potter is one of the most popular audiobooks that i think has ever been created yeah but i feel like this is regenerating like like if i'm driving a car and i've got three kids in the back i'm not going to go all right i'm putting the harry potter audiobook on like I want a short, snackable, ten-minute oh. podcast for them to listen to in the car. Like this one. Like this one. Mm. <laughs> this one would be a bit too long um, and challenging for them. Um, another point yes. that I wanted to bring up was the growth in education. So obviously, our podcast is very educational. I would say, like we're learning alongside our yeah. audiences. Aspirational. Aspirational. Inspirational inspirational, career-driven, blah, blah, blah. But what if audio or podcast could become accredited course? So, for example, it's like an online course, but it's an audio course. That's, a, that's awesome. I yeah. mean, that could be a great segue into our next episode, which is going to be monetization. Yes. Because I think that that world will almost be, yeah, yeah almost like it's private almost private podcast feed so it's not yeah. public and that you got to so you got to you have to pay to get in and then you can get through that content actually i heard um this example of uh this australian podcaster who has a um a series um i think it's called australian birthing stories yeah. and it's a <laughs> <laughs> yes you have mentioned this one before <laughs> i mentioned every day <laughs> it's uh it's that's exactly what it sounds <laughs> However, what was really interesting that um, there was a lot of midwives listening to it and learning about 
like, oh, Sorry, I didn't I just... realize, I didn't realize that um, this is what happened to my patients or whatever. Yeah. So it turns out that the um, whatever medical association that helps train the midwives, they've um, they've approved her podcast as a like as a um, almost like an accreditation type. Oh, awesome! Thing. So that one hour of listening to the podcast um, accounts for say one hour of um, experience in a certain kind of um, learning. Part that's of incredible course. yeah so i guess that's an interesting kind of well i hope at- that happens to internet ads yeah big ambitions i just want to circle back to your two examples of podcasts that involved teenage girls that like to listen to yep. and also midwives yep. that like to listen to that i feel like there's a running theme of the genres that you like to listen to in conjunction with this audience this female audience which audience our audience no no night veils audience and the birthing story oh yeah you're very similar you seem to have some overlap with these people you want to know like why i know that stuff yes oh i mean like anyone else i think we want to everyone wants to learn what they don't understand yeah and i don't understand women at any point so I just try and learn everything else about it, you know? That's really sweet. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. What are you talking about? I just like, I just, it's just important. You know, I, I try and empathize where I can. And That is know. not true. <laughs> I hope you have three daughters and just can talk to them about all your podcast and its knowledge. Guys, put me in a the corner there, stitch me up. <laughs> yeah, it was. Hey, well, I, you know, I it comes from a good place. We're just trying to do the research, and Maybe. I'm trying to give the research for our listeners out there. Yeah, okay. So, do you know what? Before next week, I'll listen to some podcasts about like boating, fishing, and I'm just generalizing here, so I can, you know, talk to our male audience a bit more because I feel like we're skewing towards female. I, f- I hope you feel bad about generalizing. The entire male audience who feel very marginalized at the moment. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel marginalized. You don't. You love fishing, boating, and camping. As in like that store? No, like I would just like BCF? three separate things to do. Um, I mean, who doesn't like being on a boat? Yeah. You know what? Camping I used to be really like really into. Now <laughs> Glamping. <laughs> I'm <all about> glamping. <laughs> um, fishing. I like the idea of fishing. I would never call myself a fisherman. Yeah. In any way. I'm not a big fan of getting a fish off the hook. Yeah, that's too close to home. gross, isn't it? But I do believe that you should do it if you do catch a fish. Throw it back in. Um, I mean, I want to end it there, but I have to say something actual real. Okay. <laughs> Go on. Um. Is this one of your surprise stats again? <laughs> surprise stat. Um, Lay no, it down. No, it's just I think that's the biggest part about like if we're summing up all parts of this mm-hmm. like episode and where content's going, it seems that you know podcasting is not. I just try to think of a non-cliche phrase like it's not the destination. It's just like it's an enabler. Oh uh, yes. Yeah, it's not an enabler of. Um, it's an, an sorry. It is an enabler. It's a part of the funnel. It's exactly what the New York Times yeah, kind of yeah, done. It's that, not the, like the final piece of content. It's not. No one's driving you there. The podcast 
is almost driving you somewhere else. Ooh. Is that what you're saying to me? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly Sorry, what I'm I saying totally to you. I totally stole your flow. Go on. Tell me the definition. No, we're a team here. <laughs> team members don't try and Snapchat someone when they answer a pointy question. <laughs> um, I was on reels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're already in 30s, are you? Um, <laughs> no. I, don't, I actually wasn't doing so I don't even know how to get there. Uh, so anyway, um, well, I guess that kind of really sums it up. I think, it, I think that was really a nice end to it where definitely is, um, is part of the mix and it seems like I reckon more and more publishers um, but also it seems like more education providers, um, a lot more kind of maybe even training, like generalistic training or whatever. I think a podcast is going to be a great asset to those. Um, it's going to be much harder, I think, for anyone to kind of birth a podcast and just have that as its as its sole kind of what entity. You're, yeah, it's oh, never like, going to be just a podcast. Yeah, it's going to be it's, a it video. To be it's else. going to be yeah a book. Could be an Instagram page called Instagram Instagram. Well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's like I'm probably like we should probably end it now, but like just end it. <laughs> just end it. <laughs> A Facebook page called Instagram. <laughs> Cut all that bit out. Okay, well. No way. Um, <laughs> okay, well, I guess to summarize. We just. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, next week, um, we are talking about monetization. So this is the really fun episode where we ask everyone to donate. No, uh, <laughs> this so is actually greedy. where we go a bit into what's happening from the revenue point of view um, with all of this, how people are making money and where and why. Um, thanks again for listening. You can find us at Internet Ads on Instagram um, as well as our website of the same name but with a .org. Yep, so until next week. Bye. <laughs>